The following program is sponsored by friends and partners of Oasis Ministries. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Yes, Lord, we do, Lord. Yeah. Because of who you are, I give you Can say that tonight. Because of who you are, I give you praise, oh Lord. And because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you. Child. 
stopped and he got this funny look and I said what do you think of daddy he said I'll tell you he said some of them I think it's about the fifth time I baptized them he said he said I wouldn't tell nobody else this shit but he said he said wouldn't it be God if, wouldn't it be good if they get in the altar and get baptized and God just take a ball bat and knock them in the head and take them on home my daddy said that friend they come a time you just need to make your mind up I'm not going back I'm just not going back hallelujah 
I don't know who I'm talking to. If you spend the rest of your life washing sheets and making bed and just doing this thing, well, I've got to rep- I've got to wash this same sheet this week. I, I got to repeat. I got to repent over this same junk this week. You're never going to grow in God, and you're liable to end up making your bed in hell. Somebody needs to make up their mind. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. This is not worth going to hell over. This is not worth losing my soul over. It's Hallelujah. Would somebody worship Jesus in this house? Acts 17 and 30. Acts 17 and 30. And the time of this ignorance God winked at. But now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Revelations 2, 21. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication and she repented not. Luke 13 and 5. I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. I tell you, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. I don't know how to preach this, but I'm going to preach my heart out. God is so good, and God is so gentle, and God is so merciful. That there's Some folk come to the place, well, I can just treat him any way I want, and he'll always be there. Don't you know that the same God that spoke to Noah to build an ark, don't you know that the same God that spoke to those hundreds of animals, I don't believe Noah went out and set traps. I believe God spoke to them elephants head to the ark. I believe God spoke to them buffalo or them elk or them deer or them rabbit or them squirrel. You head to that ark. Hallelujah. Don't you know that the same God that had mercy on Noah and his family, the same God that had a hundred years mercy, don't you know that same God stepped back and wiped his hand after seven days and Noah didn't close the door. God closed the door and he said, I'm going to let nobody in. I'm shutting the door. Hallelujah. I wish somebody would worship him right now. I don't want you to be out when God shuts the door. I don't want you to be backslid when God shuts the door. I don't want you to be in sin when God shuts the door. I don't want you down at the beer joint when God shuts the door. I don't want you summers laying in a ditch when God shuts the door. When God shuts the door, I'd like you to be in the altar weeping. When God shuts the door, I'd like you to be speaking in tongues. When God shuts the door, I'd like to be you worshiping the Lord and blessing the Lord. The same God that shut the door. Those were shut in and they couldn't get out. And they were shut out and they couldn't get in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When God, ain't a doubt in my mind. Noah heard that little old daddy screaming, Noah, I cursed you and I laughed. Noah, you don't have to help me. But my baby's drowning. Noah, would you open the door? Would you let my little seven-year-old girl in? Noah. I never brought her to church. I never trained her. Noah, don't let her die because of me. And I believe Noah put his arm to that ark door. He said, I'll let her in. But Noah didn't shut the door, and he couldn't open it. Hallelujah. 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 Acts 3.19, repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. Repent don't mean to say I'm sorry. Repent means to turn away from it and walk away from it. Hallelujah. Repent means to turn away. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you just come to the altar and cry over it and do it again, you didn't you didn't repent. You just you just made a, a, a scene of weeping and crying. Repent means to walk away from it. Repent means to leave it behind. 
I would embarrass nobody. I wish about 80 people would stand to your feet and say, God, i got to walk away from some stuff. Would somebody lift their voice and say out loud, God, i got to walk away from some stuff. Hey, some stuff pulling on me. i got to shut some doors. i got, I got to get close to God. I don't want to make my bed in hell. I don't want to wake up in a burning hell. If I fail to make it and my soul is lost, it's nobody's fault but my own. Luke 13 and 5, I tell you nay, but except you repent. I'm telling somebody, it's not enough to go to church. It's not enough to try to do better. Except you repent, you'll likewise perish. you got to repent. You got to repent. There come a time, come a time, making your bed in hell. Just taking those sheets and I'll get them dirty and I'll wash them. I'll get them dirty and I'll wash them. I'll get them dirty and I'll wash them. There come a time. Isaiah nailed at that altar and he said, I'm undone. I'm a man of unclean lips. And the angel took those coals of tongue and those fire and he purged his lips and he didn't lay there repenting the next 20 years. He got up and he said, I'm not going back there anymore. Here am I, send me. Hallelujah. I feel strength in this house. I'm not going back there anymore. Here am I, send me. I'm not going to live like that anymore. I'm not going to let Uzziah get my eyes off of God anymore. God stuck him out of the way. I'm purged. I'm clean. I've repented now here am I send me number two thing making your bed in hell there's a top sheet us country folk didn't always have a top sheet we just have a quilt or blanket to keep us warm you don't have to look around you don't have to answer my question I'm asking give me your heart for 20 more minutes what keeps you warm Trouble times when you get discouraged and frustrated and everything's cold around you what keeps you warm what is it you hold close to your heart what is it that brings the fire or the burning in Luke 24 32 and they cried one to another did not our hearts burn within us when he talked with us by the way while he opened to us the scripture one thought is if you're single you're, you're struggling with lust or things you give in to that and you chase it, whatever level it is, whoever it is you're pursuing, it'll take you to hell and you'll burn. But the Bible is really also saying if you're so unsatisfied being single that something just burns in you and it keeps your mind off of God and it keeps you pulling out there, it'd be better to you pray and you find somebody to marry than to let that thing burn in you and send you to a burning hell. Somebody clap their hands. It's getting too quiet in here. God, I want to preach tonight. Lord, I want to preach tonight. Romans 127, and likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burning in their lust one toward another. Friend, what is it causes you to burn? Proverbs 6, 27 and 28. Proverbs 6, can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can one go upon hot coals and his feet not be burned? I don't know if you're watching by internet or if you're going to be watching this TV program. But don't you let the devil tell you you can live just a, a, a loose life 
and always get away with it. Don't, don't you let him tell you that that, 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 that you're just tricking God and you're fooling God. Can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Not just counting all the sexual diseases you can get, but all the brokenness and the hurts and the heartaches and hurting God and smooth, soothing your own conscience just to where, where, where it, don't, it don't hurt anymore. The, the old Indians, they used to say your conscience is like a, a square block in a round circle and when you sin and it turns it cuts and it hurts but the more you let it turn the easier it spins there come a time you can just sin and it spins and it don't even hurt no more if you can sin and it hurts you ought to thank God if you can do wrong and it hurts you ought to thank God if you can mess up and it hurts you ought to thank God if you can have a problem and it hurts you ought to thank God if you can have a mistake and it hurts and you can't sleep you ought to thank God sin will scar burn and destroy you Proverbs twenty-eight, thirteen: he that cover his sins shall not prosper but whosoever confesses and forsaken them shall have mercy Young person, grandparent, mom and daddy, you keep covered your sins. You're not going to prosper. But you need to confess. Oh, God, I've hurt you. Oh, God, don't kill me if I sin. Oh, God, have mercy on me. Whoever confesses and forsaken them shall have mercy. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. I don't care if you planted watermelons and you told everybody and you convinced us you've got cantaloupes. We're going to know when the fruit produces itself. I don't care, I don't care if you convinced us it's a walnut tree and it's a pecan tree. When it comes up and has fruit, we're going to know what's really going on. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't you think you get by because you pull one on this preacher. Children, don't think you get by because you pull one on your mom or your dad. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. God is not mocked. Somebody praise him out loud. I said, God's not mocked. He sees as good in the night as he does in the day, and he's keeping record that God knows. James one twenty six. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridle not his tongue, deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. We'll preach hard against their whiskey. James says your old gossiping tongue will destroy you. James says your old stirring up troubled tongue. Hallelujah. Somebody pray. Somebody praise him. There's a strength in here. It'd be, it'd be a horrible thing. It'd be a horrible thing not to do drugs or drink or run around and go to hell because of your gossiping tongue. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We might as well preach tonight. I ain't going to get no pats on the back for this and we might as well preach. Hallelujah. If you don't get your tongue on the altar. Any man among you seem to be religious and bridle not his tongue. If you don't have power over your tongue, you're, you're like a city without walls. You can't, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
Psalm 69 and 5. Oh God, thou knowest my foolishness and my sins are not hid from thee. <laughs> for I leave this world, and I've seen it happen a few times. For I leave this world, and I feel so much conviction in here tonight. I'm having prayers ancient right now. Before I leave this world, I have a dream before God. And oh, I'd like to see the blind see, and I'm going to, and I'd like to see the lame walk, and I'm going to. And I'd like to see the deaf hear, and I know it's going to happen, but I'd like to be preaching like this. And a teenager, or a mom, or daddy, or somebody stay up and start screaming, and said, I'm lost. I'm lost, but you quit preaching so I get saved. Hallelujah. I like to see somebody stand screaming, Oh God, my sins are not in. Don't let me die now. Save me. Forgive me. Give me another chance. <laughs> if you died right now, where would you go? If your heart quits beating before we have this altar call, where would you go? <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, God. 1 Samuel 15 and 30. I'm afraid, I'm afraid there are too many Saul's in the church across America. Saul got in a routine. I'll, re- I'll sin and I'll repent. I- I'll sin and I'll try to destroy it. I'll come back and I'll repent and worship God and I'll sin and I'll repent. And God had mercy on him for a long time. But one day and Saul didn't know where it was and I don't know where my line is or your line. But I believe God's drew a line for every one of us and said, I'll have mercy on you on this side of the line. But if you ever step over that line, I'll never touch you again. I'll never speak to you again. I'll never have mercy on you again. Saul didn't know where that line was. But that line was somewhere down there with that little old king, Agag. When Saul brought him back, when God said kill him, when Saul brought him back, he chased David and God had mercy on him. He did a bunch of junk and God had mercy on him. But when he crossed that line, God just crossed his arms. And, 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 he, and he tells the, old, the old prophet walks out and he says, Saul, he says, when you was little in your own eyes, God had mercy on you. He said, but now that you think you're somebody, he said, God's taking it away from you. And he's looking for a man after his own heart. And I feel, I tell him, I feel Jesus in here in a mighty way tonight. First Samuel 15 and 30. Oh, Saul, he said, I have sinned. You'd honor me now, I pray thee, before the elders of my people and before Israel, and turn with me that I may worship the Lord my God. 1 Samuel 15.35 And Samuel came no more to see Saul until the day of his death. Nevertheless, Samuel mourned for Saul, and the Lord repented that he had made Saul king over Israel. Can I tell you what this word repents? God turned away from him. And he said, I won't be back. I never saw that so clear right now. That's what repent means. I'm turned away from this and I won't be back. God turned away from this man. He said, I won't be back. I'll never touch you again. Somebody ought to repent of your sins and say, I'm not going to touch it no more. I'm not opening that But somebody worship Jesus in this house. Hallelujah. We need conviction back in the house. When you need to realize you're one heartbeat away from hell. Glory. I didn't die in my best. I'll remind you of this scripture. Little bitty boy, seven, eight, nine years old, wasn't a, wasn't a tiny toddler, he's a little young man. And he gets up 
Eli sends him back to the bed three times. And last time he says, Speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. Lord talked to him, told him to go tell Eli. Hard message. He goes and tells him. Lord tells him, Samuel, your words, because you found such favor with me, your words will never fall to the ground. Whatever you ask, I'm going to stand. But God repented and turned away from Saul. And Samuel came no more to see Saul, but mourned. Nevertheless, Samuel mourned for Saul. Go with me to the next verse, 1 Samuel 16 and 1. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long will thou mourn for Saul? Seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel, fill thy horn with oil and go, and I will send thee to Jesse. For I have provided me a king. Get up, get up, Samuel. Get up. I'm not going to touch him no more. Turn your prayers toward David. I'm not going to touch. I've repented. I've turned away. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you lift your little hands and raise your voice and beg him, take my breath, my appetite, my strength. Don't let me go. Don't let me go. <laughs> Would somebody cut that up my Would somebody say that out loud? Don't let me go. <laughs> Would somebody cry that out loud? Don't let me go, God. No. <laughs> David's weeping in his funeral, 1 Samuel one twenty one. You mountains of Gibeah, let there be no dew, neither let there be a rain upon you. For the fields of offering, for that the shield of the mighty is valiantly cast away, the shield of Saul. As he died as though he had never been anointed with oil. Saul, you didn't die like a Pentecostal preacher. Saul, you didn't die like a man of God. Saul, you didn't die like one of God's heroes. You died like a man that had never been anointed. You died like a man that had never known God. You died like a man that had never led Israel. Oh, 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 God. Oh, 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 God. Oh, God. The last thing after it's covered and everything's hid with your bed, your beautiful bedspread, last thing you'll place your pillow on it. Pillow's where you rest your head on. What is it you rest in when you're tired? What is it you lay down and it holds your mind and it holds your thoughts when you're weary? Genesis 8 and 9. But the dove found no place of rest for the sole of her feet. And she returned into the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto the ark. Hallelujah. That dove represents that sweet Holy Ghost, friend. If we got this sweet Holy Ghost, we ought to not be able to rest in what this world rests in. Hallelujah. I'm not through preaching, but I wish a hundred people would stand to your feet and praise the Lord right now. If you've got that sweet Holy Ghost, he won't allow you to go out in this world and rest. You'll go out there and you'll come back wanting the presence of God. You'll come back wanting the of God. You'll come back wanting the touch of God. If you've got the real Holy Ghost, you can't rest in this world. You can't... Hey friends, this is Pastor Anthony Wynn, Oasis TV Ministry here in Athens, Tennessee. What honor to come into your home. We'd ask you to pray about becoming a partner with us, even five or ten dollars a month to help us carry this tremendous load to reach this generation with the love of God and the mercy of God. We've tried our best to be a good steward. But if you'd stand with us and hold our hands up, 
we could lengthen our cords and reach more people. And it's all we want to do because Jesus is coming back. We'll push. We'll pray. We'll go. Will you send us? We love you. God bless you. Please pray for us. Thank you.